Hello and oh, welcome. <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome. <laughs> the better? Yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Raising CJ, the podcast where uh, we talk about raising our daughter, Cadence Janet. I'm your host, Alex, and my lovely co-host over there is... Bethany. And this is episode 15. Cadence is six months and two weeks old. It has been three weeks since we last podcasted. Sorry. Life is busy. You know what? I've uh, a lot of podcasts I listen to lately have uh they take breaks all the time especially in summer so i I guess i shouldn't feel guilty about it yeah no it's true i imagine someday we'll go on a six week long family vacation and we'll you know probably not podcast during that time yeah six weeks yeah right that's the dream (laughs) after we move to the uk yeah so anyway i won't feel too guilty about it uh the podcast community seems to be pretty slack about summers, I guess. Um, unless you're Mark Marin. He posts, posts a lot, but he always has like a whole bunch in the can. He gets these lesser well-known guests that he can just talk to and be like, okay, I'll just uh, post your episode when we're when I don't have anything to post. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany's not interested in... Uh, conversating with me right now so no, I, we'll sorry. really get into it then. i was distracted i was trying to i was gonna yell the thing he yells at the end and i couldn't remember what it was boomer lives that's what it is <laughs> yes. hopefully that's not copyrighted all right anyway uh so cj has been doing a whole bunch of uh developmental stuff in these last three weeks it's been a busy three weeks she is sitting up we uh, i know we're like She's almost sitting up. And then next episode, she's sitting up. So, yes, she is sitting up by herself. I mean, we're still there. Obviously, we're not because she will tip over or. uh, But it's getting to be for longer and longer periods. Yeah, a lot lot longer. Like I don't have you don't have to have her like between your legs on the floor. Um, and she can like be nearby play with a toy and shake it around and not fall over automatically so yeah she's so pretty good it's a lot more better a lot more good <laughs> on the uh sitting up um she's also almost becoming mobile not uh not crawling yet but uh scooting backwards crawling yeah, I if guess. she's on her tummy, she'll really get scooting across the floor backwards. Backwards. So she's figured out how to push off with her arms. And now it's kind of like she'll look at something in front of her that's getting farther away. She scoots backwards, and she's kind of like trying to figure it out. Like, wait, how do I do this the other way? In fact, you observed her. You thought she was like trying to turn herself around yes, to scoot because she can also rotate. Yeah. Like, so she can point herself where she wants to go and scoot yeah. to get there. So she was... <laughs> You know, well, when we originally laid her down, you know, put toys around her and then she scooted away. And then I think she wanted to get back to her toys. I think she's realizing that she only moves backwards. So like she was rotating, uh, getting her feet to her toys. I, th- I think she was going to try to start moving. I don't think she made it. Well, uh, that was just a theory because you pointed her feet towards her toys and then she didn't really keep moving after that. But. If our daughter wants to moonwalk through life, I have no problem with that. 
I'm Everyone okay loves it. moonwalking. So. so if she just wants to do backwards through life, you go for it. <laughs> just do it. She developed a lot of skills that way. Yeah. Probably uh, develop her senses more. Mm-hmm. So like blind, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's right at all. It's a little bit late. Because well, you can't <laughs> see behind her. Oh, yeah. So she goes backwards through life. So she could get a moonwalking eye dog. Spidey sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're being ridiculous. She's like, stop it, you guys. We're still doing, we're still, we have our audience of CJ. We're still doing the bouncer thing during the podcast because bouncer is still awesome. As you know from last episode, it was all the rage. It still is three weeks later. Uh, do you want to talk about hugs? Well, yeah, so she was hugging when we did our last episode, but we forgot to mention it. And they're just really cute, sweet hugs where she puts her arms around you. And she does that a lot. She also loves to do what we call her uh, war pat, where she pats her belly whenever she doesn't have a shirt on. She <laughs> yeah. likes to slap her belly and That's make a, a big sound. Th- it's weird. I don't know why. I don't know. Yeah. It's she cute, takes, though. She takes her right arm and just slaps herself <laughs> in the tummy. Uh, and she like, also just likes to pat in general, pat pet me when i'm holding her and today when i dropped her off at daycare she gave the her new provider a hug and started patting her and i was like well all right this is gonna be fine so maybe that's just the way we raise our people children and pets because we always say them it it doesn't matter that we're maggie's owner like anyone would take care of her or she's happy with anyone (laughs) Sometimes CJ seems the same I way. Feel, I think that like, all the time. Oh, are you my mommy now? Okay. <laughs> it's no just, big deal. <laughs> yeah. But she does get excited when we come back to pick her up. So yes, that's she, not true. She knows where her parents. She's just a happy girl. And she's like, I'm sure that stage will come. But she's not like freaked out when you hand her to someone else yet. Exactly. She just goes with the flow. So. Yeah. Same with our dog, Maggie. She probably gets more excited when a stranger gets to take her for a walk or something like that. And I'd like to think it's the way we raise them. It might be the way you <laughs> raise them because I was thinking, as I think about this, which I it occurs to me frequently, I think, no, if if Cadence was like taking on my traits and my personality, she'd be like, uber anxious and overthinking everything and, you know, nervous all the time. <laughs> and she is not like that. So either I pretend to her well enough that I'm not nervous or... You being the calm person you are, she gets that from you. But or she's just a baby. <laughs> Probably that one. But well, just because you're that's not what I like. Just because you're anxious doesn't mean she's gonna be. Well, I, but I have the way we treat her. Yeah. She. But I think babies can like pick up on anxiety and things, which is why when I'm nervous, like this morning, um, I like make a real effort to kind of take deep breaths and push that down. So. And really hide those emotions and lock them away in a black box that then will bubble over later. <laughs> okay. Um, because I think they can sense when you're anxious or even, you know, especially you hold her close to your chest. If your heart's racing, she knows that. And so I think they pick up on sure. those things. Well, since you mentioned it, why were you anxious this morning? Well, I was anxious this morning because Cadence was starting at a new daycare, a child care center, really. And I'm not nervous. I think it's a great place, but it was just a little, I've been worrying about it a lot um, because, you know, it's hard to just drop a baby off at a totally strange place with all new people and just leave her there all day. And you think 
she has no idea why this is happening <laughs> and you can't really explain it and you don't I knew she wouldn't sleep well because it's a lot of distractions and a baby who doesn't sleep well you know it's gonna be grumpy then and so I was just nervous and also she has a head cold which doesn't help um but yeah I as I said she there's a brand new person and this you know I held her as I was talking to them and signing some forms and then I handed her over as I was doing some other stuff and uh yeah she went she was happy right away to be with this new person so I think she did well today I called twice they said I could call as often as I want so I called at about 10 and again at about three and that was nice to be able to check in because this is a center you know our old provider would um, text me pictures but I'm pretty sure that these folks aren't allowed to have pictures of the children on their phone Sure. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll kind of miss getting pictures of her, but, um, you know, it's nice to be able to call. And she didn't nap great, and she also didn't eat very well. She's been so congested, so it's hard to tell if it was just... She also gets distracted. problems, yeah. Yeah, so she, now that she's, you know, really interested in what's happening around her, it can be hard enough to feed her. But So between congestion and distraction, she usually drinks all her milk, but today she did not. And that's the other bummer about a center is... What she doesn't drink, they dump out. They won't save it. Right. Even though, um, you you know, breast milk can be out for six hours and can be reheated and everything. So um, my precious milk uh, got wasted. But she did sit down and eat at a table with, you know, a little table that they have chairs in. And she had both breakfast and lunch there. So she might also not have been as hungry because she had more. Solids. Baby foods. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think she had a good day overall, other than maybe not sleeping very well. And she was cheerful when I picked her up. And she's um, we're doing cloth diapers 100% now because they'll do them at the center. So there's a lot of good things about it. But I was still nervous because I'm always right. nervous. Yeah, always <laughs> a new thing. Yeah. Uh, so. We're definitely not going in chronological order here, but that's fine. So that now that'll tie into her cold that she's gotten. Um, she's had it for about a week. I know she's had a cold before. Or she's been sick before. This is before. her third one. Is it? In three months. That was her second. No, remember that weekend when her eyes were really teary? It was a yep. really short one. And then she had one like a few weeks after she got to daycare for the first time. So this is her third cold uh, okay. in three months. Yep. Well, it's going around. Kids are germy. Yep. Um, Antibodies building up. But this one is the most that has like made her nose congested. So like she has troubles breathing, you know. So uh, it's definitely so it's definitely affected affected her sleep. And uh, I was telling my buddy like this last week was like a throwback to newborn uh, month or you know the first month at home or something like that because she was like. Especially the first night where she was real sick. Uh, she was up every two hours. So it's been a long time since we had to deal with that. Um, and now so. she'll, sometimes it's hard for her to breastfeed. So she'll cry and, you mm-hmm. know, it's hard to know what to do. That's what happened early this morning. And yeah, it's it's just a real bummer. You know, we got the booger sucker going all the time, but she does yeah. not she let us. She started to not like it now because we have to do it so often. Yeah, and I'm sure her nose hurts or something. So yeah, it's uncomfortable, and she is not loving it. So yeah, and you know, before I could like put a warm washcloth on her face, and that would relieve some congestion. But I just 
must be really swollen in there. So it's tough. Hopefully she gets over it soon. Otherwise, we'll have to go to the doctor and see if it's an infection. Yeah. But I there hope is not. There is a head cold that's going around in the community, though. Right. So, so. we're not to the 10 days yet or whatever before. Mm-hmm. You got to go in. So we'll let you know if we do have to go in. Um, We went on our first date where we got a babysitter. Yeah, it was great. My friend, um, who has a 17-month-old, watched Cadence for us while we went out on a date um, to a, a John Prine concert here in Duluth. And, uh, and I, he's a funny, goofy old man. Oh, it was so good, He's the though. cutest old man I've ever seen. Yeah. And his band <laughs> is just like the ultimate awesome jam band. And then he played songs by himself. John Prine is great. Yes, he is. And he's an awesome dancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we talk about his goofy guitar player, though? Mandolin player. And you mandolin had, player. You had a serious problem with that. I liked oh, it. Oh, God. He was so goofy looking. But then John He's Prine- this tall, gangly guy rocking a mandolin. All like bent hardcore, over. Like, <laughs> hardcore. Like, thinks he's on the Stones or something. Yeah. But he's on John Prine. Well, uh, I thought he was. Equally as rocking out, yeah, very cool. And John Prine said, uh, "He's funny." And this guy over here beating this mandolin <laughs> to submission is. Yeah. I don't remember his name. And but. he looked like he was. Uh, it's probably extra funny because he's on a mandolin. Yeah. But that guy was so tall and gangly. I think if you gave him a real full guitar, he'd still look awkward doing that. Or something. well, he did play guitar as well. And it, yeah, and he still he, looked awkward. He did, but <laughs> something about the mandolin really got him going. You can tell he was born to play the mandolin. Yeah, so it was funny and it was good. It was great. So what was the joke? The mandolin joke? Mandolin players. Oh no, I'm telling it. Okay. It's from a Prairie Home Companion. I stole oh, it. Okay. The new um host. What's his name? I forgot, but I like him. He uh he said that mandolin players spend half their life tuning and the other half playing out of tune. But up bum. That's a good one. Yeah. So I liked it. it's but Chris it, well, something, isn't it? Yeah. Chris Rock. No, that's not <laughs> it. But all right. So close enough. Um, he's the he's from Nickel Creek, the band. But anyway, so our friend, she she's a great candidate because she's a good friend of mine, and she's met Cadence um, a few times, and she's been been to our house, knows our dog, that kind of thing, and she was willing to babysit which is the key <laughs> and she recently had a baby so she's pretty in practice um and she just came over a half hour plus early before we needed to leave and gave her a little tour here's where everything is and told her the routine and it was extra nice because um there was an opening act of course for John Prine and by the time that was over that first the intermission um, she was able to text me and say that Cadence took her bottle at 8.30 and was falling asleep. And they were doing the thing where she held her for 20 minutes before laying her down. And so it was kind of like, you know, I was nervous about how bedtime was going to go with a different person and everything. And turned out it was fine. And by the time John Prine started, we knew Cadence was asleep and all was well. And so I could just kind of really let go and enjoy it. It was so nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, and so... She's a good friend. It was really nice. I I hope yep. uh, 
I well, it's exciting. You know, right now her her baby is almost a year older than ours, so they don't really interact much. But kind of hope that as they get older, it'd be fun if they could be friends, like we're friends. Oh sure. I like having friends with kids. And friends without kids. What other kinds of friends do you like? Friends who like fish. Friends who don't like fish. (laughs) 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 And that's all the kinds of friends that there are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Alex had uh, been super romantic and wanted to go out to dinner as well. He made a restaurant reservation and everything um, and told me the day before. And I was torn because I so wanted to take advantage of his romanticism but it's really tough it was tough because we would have to leave at like 5 30 and cadence takes a nap around 5 30 and then she eats her dinner after that and there was just a lot that happens between 5 30 and 7 that I didn't want to leave to um, a babysitter and you know frankly I just like to do myself so uh, hopefully in a few months when cadence is you know able to feed herself a little better and we have a little more established routine maybe she even drops that evening nap then we can do dinner and something right but for the first time for the first time it was enough to be away for just four hours yeah i guess i was being inconsiderate of cadence you probably would have had a harder time Mm mm-hmm uh-huh would you have yes sounds like it so I guess it's good that we did. Speaking do that. of restaurants, though, I was trying to make the first date special. Yeah, and I was like, "Whatever, we've been together forever." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, speaking of dinner, yes, into the next thing. We've got all these like really great transitions in this episode. Really excited about it. I hope we get the Oscar for transitions. Is there a pod? I wonder if there are podcast awards. It's not Oscars, obviously. That's for movies. It's Big Birds. Big Birds? Elmo's. What, why? Oscar the Crouch. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were naming Sesame Street characters now. Like, what? What? What is your rationale for this? I get it. Oscar. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, we went out to Pickwick's, where we hadn't been. It's a restaurant in Duluth. Uh famous old place and we just went out last weekend with with, cadence with cadence and it was exciting because uh cadence could sit in one of those little wooden high chairs now yeah it was the first time she's like because she's sitting up so well and all that and we're doing a lot of high chair feeding and solids now and she's getting pretty good at it so we're like wow we can do a restaurant high chair now yeah so i have this like cover thing that you can put on a shopping cart or a restaurant high chair and i use that plus I like a blanket to sort of add some Proper stability back. yeah because she's still pretty small in there but once we did that she was pretty stable and also since i mean when we have gone out to eat and we either get the well usually before this we get the like the sorry i can't think the the car seat cradles or whatever those are called that restaurants have you know, uh, what is that called? I can't remember, but it's a thing. Well, that you whatever put they your have this like sling. stand or a sling. I think they might be slings. Yeah, for your car seat thing. Um, and then we had a high chair. So anyway, I've like I think we've had like two or three of those slings, and now a high chair. And 
one of the straps is always broken. Yeah, that's I've right. I've never gotten one that like works properly. Yeah. So, which is kind of a hazard for young children and infants. Uh, but so this thing you're talking about uh, is probably a good idea. The yeah, know, what's that called? Maybe we'll have a ba- bonus baby gadget here. Yeah, I think it's called a cart seat cover or something, but it also sure. advertises that it's uh, for high chairs and restaurants, so I don't know. Uh, oh, okay. it's, it's an Eddie Bauer one I got at Target. Cool. So that was helpful. Um, so she wouldn't fall out <laughs> uh, for extra support. And she was really good. She was able to like lay her head on the table, which was kind of funny. Yeah, she was like table level. And so. we could, um, we brought some toys along and there were a lot of people looking at her and talking to her and she didn't cry a single time or anything or get fussy. She was just happy. There's a lot to look at. So it was very interesting. Yeah. So we kind of got to eat our dinner in peace, but a lot of people did talk to us, which is fine. And just say, oh, she's so cute, which she definitely is. Okay. So a lot of people stopped and they said she's cute and all that kind of thing. And she is. So that makes sense. I put a little bow in her hair to, for you know, extra fanciness. Plus her hair is just getting long. It's hard to keep it out of her eyes. And uh, what ended up happening is there was a couple pretty near us who enjoyed kind of looking at her and making faces at her throughout the evening. And then they ended up picking up our check. Yeah, that was crazy. So So nice. That's never happened to me. No, it was nearly 50 bucks too. So it was really, really generous. And like we barely talked to them. I mean, I know. Just exchange niceties and oh, it's a cute baby and oh, do you guys have kids and are you from around here? They're from central Wisconsin somewhere visiting. Cranberry country, yeah. Um, so. And it was just really nice. It was a nice act of humanity. Yeah, a little pay it I forward. And you know, that yes. stuff really does work because now we've been just thinking about things that we could do for other people. So it really does work mm-hmm. too. Yep, I did the... Uh, Donated a dollar to whatever the cause was last time I was grocery shopping. and uh, Well, we just said that it ne- like, uh, next time I'm in a drive-thru at Caribou Coffee or whatever, I'll... Uh, pay for the person behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just do something nice, because that was really nice and a surprise. Um, and it feels so good you want to do it for someone else, you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so, so. Good, f- good for them. Thank you so much, whoever you are. It was awesome. I did donate $10 to the Hurricane Relief. That was actually before that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do think uh, it's nice that we're kind of at a place where we can start to be a little bit generous. We're not, we haven't been, let's just be honest, super generous people in the past, but our right. income is getting Mostly a little better. Mostly to animal shelters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we donate anything. Right. And But yeah, there's been some different causes that we've started to like a lot, like the Children's Tumor Foundation and different things that. Mm-hmm. Public so, radio. Public radio, yeah. So, uh, anyway, as we're able, it's a good reminder to be generous where you can. And yeah. Cadence, heck of a bargain. Let's face it, we're definitely ahead now. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to go out to all the fancy restaurants and have her <laughs> smile at the people next to us. And pucker her eyes. or bat Pucker her, her eyes. eyes. Pucker her, bat her eyes. I was just, I was telling a coworker today, I need to read a book. I can tell because oh, my vocabulary is crap right now. <laughs> what word I was you? trying to think of the word ambition or something and I couldn't think of it. It took me like two minutes. And then earlier today <laughs> you said frivolous instead of thrifty. <laughs> like you were thinking frivolous, which is totally different. <laughs> I know. I need to read a book. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching 
too much. Well, maybe junk. one of our listeners will write in and suggest a good right. book for you to read. Or I need to read a book that's not a child's book. Also. Those are okay, Eric books, Carlisle is not an option. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> we're good to go. Yeah. <sighs> so what okay. else is on our list? Well, that she well, we kind of touched on it already that I think last podcast we just talked about how she started to eat. And now she's eating real good. <laughs> yeah, she really seems to like um food. Uh she isn't as like before I would like give her her toy keys and she'd play with something and then maybe I'd make some funny noises and she'd open her mouth and I'd sneak some food in. Whereas now she's pretty focused on opening the mouth, getting the food. She wants it. Yep. She, she gets real that excited. Spoon coming and yeah. she goes, open, <laughs> put it in there. Yeah. And she's had uh, basically all the stage one baby veggies, peas, sweet potatoes, carrots, squash. Um, today at daycare she had green beans. We started giving her prunes to help make her a little more regular, just a little bit of prunes at night. And that seems to help. Mm-hmm. And she and makes it's the fun to see her prune face because oh she does like the super tart. just, Got a bite of a lemon face, and uh, sometimes it's really funny. Yeah. So now that she's at our new daycare, she, oh, I did mention it. Yeah, she's eating breakfast and lunch there, and then also getting dinner at night with us. So she's getting quite She'll a get bit of food. more into the food. Yep. It's, it seems to be going well. And her poop has changed. That's for certain. <laughs> okay. We might as well. To what? much thicker now oh yeah and it doesn't have that Very. sweet yeasty smell it has uh, it's harder to clean different different odor to it but that's all part of growing up as well yep that's what happens when you introduce solids i suppose right so i guess it's time for bethany's baby gadget of the week Okay, so this week I'd like to talk about the Munchkin Food Masher, which is just... Ooh, what's that? <laughs> it's this little bowl that comes with a little mini masher that fits inside it, and the top um, can become a suction cup for the bottom of the bowl, which is nice. Uh, this is going to be one of the first baby gadgets that I review that I'm not in love with and have not really gotten much use out of. I think that might oh. change as she gets older and can eat like chunkier foods, but right now, she really needs foods to be smooth. And this... Like a puree. Yeah. If you, like... So, I've cooked carrots and sweet potatoes and tried to, like, mash them to a really fine consistency with this. And it doesn't... Not the tool. It doesn't work. Um, The bottom of the bowl has these ridges in it. And so, then you use this, like, masher thing, which... I, the cool thing about the masher is it's kind of a circular shape the handle on it and then the sides of the bottom kind of have these little tiny little scrapers on them so i you know i think it's really well designed for what it's for but it's not for first baby foods because mm-hmm. you cannot no matter how much you mash in that tiny little bowl i cannot get the food to be a smooth enough consistency sure. so maybe like when it's time for bananas that'll be a good one yeah. oh she's eating with a couple teeth in her mouth or something. Yeah, or uh, even, you know, I think she's getting better at swallowing all the time, but you just really want things to be a smooth puree now, or at least I do. I mean, I still yeah. mix her food with breast milk to kind of make it runnier, which they don't do at daycare. But, um, you know, it's something I'm very mindful of because she's only six months old. So um, 
I think there's some really cool design features about it, but it's definitely not a first baby food. Because we have a lot of friends, not a lot, but we have a few friends who have made their own baby food. Mm -hmm. So the other thing I tried was I have a ninja puree thingy, blender, ninja ninja blender. Um, And I've tried putting food in that to puree it then. And that does not work either. I don't know if I don't have enough of it. I thought that's what you need. Uh, and I yeah and my friend did use a bullet to do hers um I don't know if I don't have like a not like if you need to do like a whole sweet potato because what happens is the blades spin and spin and they push everything out to the sides and then it doesn't rotate it back in towards the blades I don't think I have enough stuff in there and also I don't have enough moisture to keep it kind of flowing back towards the blade so it's just Hmm. it's been kind of a disappointment in terms of I'm not making my own baby food but I was able to get a 12 pack of organic baby purees for like 10 bucks on target.com. And I just figure by the time you buy the organic foods and cook them and mash them and get it all in containers frozen and ready to go, you can't tell me that it's more than 50, less than 50 cents a, a jar, especially a jar is like Depends three on how servings. Much you value your time. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I don't feel that bad about Your it. Of course, free to me. So I know. But right now, <laughs> yeah. Right now, she just eats like a third of a jar at a time. Uh-huh. Like when she's eating chunkier foods and more food, then I could see it being worth it. But right now, it's just such tiny amounts to try and figure that all out for. So I'm all about the jarred food for the time being. But organic. So yeah, and so she's not eating organic at childcare. We could provide her own foods. And I think I might do that eventually. But again, you know, what are they going to do? They're probably going to open a jar and throw away what she doesn't eat. So I don't want to do that. Mm. What are they giving her, though? Do they tell you, like, Yes, it's Gerber's First Foods. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And uh, do I want her to eat organic? Yeah. But it's just, it's a lot starting daycare. I mean, with the cloth diapers and everything. The food yeah. too. I don't know. I I see how it goes. Yeah. Or maybe I'd, when she's up to a full bottle, or full exactly can serving. Or, yeah, serving. That's yeah, right. that's what I'm thinking. Tiny baby jar. I don't know what you call right. a tiny baby jar of food. Right. Serving. Yeah, I guess I didn't talk to you about that, but that's that's where I'm at with it. It's just that's right. That's why we do this podcast so, so we, we can, can learn things, communicate, <laughs> force us to talk. The other, yeah, the other thing. Keaton's had another round of shots, vaccinations, and this time... Another one. One more to go, I guess. Yeah, except it's such a bummer because we're going to get her a flu shot, and that comes in two doses, so she's going to get a shot. We're just going to have to go in to do a shot. One between here and now. And then then at her nine-month appointment, which normally she wouldn't need any shots at, she's going to have to get her second flu shot. And then the next time she goes to the doctor, it'll be 12, 12 months shots. So she'll never have gone to the doctor without getting a shot. You got to wonder if eventually she isn't going to figure this out and stop being happy when she goes to the doctor. Because right now she's all cheerful all the time. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm taking off my clothes. This is fun. Mm, I think you might overestimate her memory at this point. Well, I don't know. I, every time <laughs> I'm like, apart. have you figured this out? So we'll see who's right. Um, sure. But this time her shots were a little less traumatic. She seemed to... First of all, she didn't cry at the first poke. She cried at the second one and the third one. But I think it, the first one kind of stunned her. And then by the time, you know, they do it so like, fast. What was that? Yeah. yeah. And then they do it so fast. So um, Alex held her again. And she 
stopped crying before we left the doctor's office. So she mm-hmm. she got over it relatively quickly. And then yeah. she even this wasn't, we gave her Tylenol again. She, you know, you could tell she was in a little bit of pain, but that seemed to clear her up and she didn't sleep all day like she had in the past. Right. I think she, sorry, I'm going into my memory bank. I think she slept in like the next morning. Like she slept really well that night. Yes, but as opposed uh, to the last time when she her sleep got all messed up because yeah, she slept all and day. And I think maybe like her afternoon nap that day was a little longer than yeah. normal or something. But it, it wasn't, it was Shut the least of... It was the least affected by it she's been so far. Yeah. So that was nice. It was a pleasant surprise. Um, we I, found out the skin. Yeah. So deal. it's we eczema. think it's a mild eczema. Yep. Um, so she just recommended a, a 1% steroid cream as opposed to the... Well, cortisone 10 actually has 10 different... 10%. It's not 10%. I, oh. I was wrong about that, but it has 10 ingredients in it. It has 10 different things. Oh. And one of them is just aloe, but I was able to go to Walgreens and find a generic um, 1% hydrocortisone that that's the only thing in it, that and petroleum or jelly or whatever they stick it in. Um, and it was cheap, and I, I think that was good. So, And it seems to be helping, and mm-hmm. they also recommended we give her a bath daily if we want to just help moisturize the skin and we're not at 100 percent at daily but we're doing a few more baths plus because of the cold we've been doing more baths just trying to yeah get her sinuses clear and then um also when now that she's eating so much she's more prone to get food behind her ears and in her hair so what would you do if she hated baths you know, I just don't I think, think we're pretty lucky I that she loves them. I I wouldn't give her a bath. I think <laughs> yeah, I know. So she'd be the smelly kid in class. You get so many baths. <laughs> it's pretty common. More than the recommended amount. Babies to like baths. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, a lot of babies get daily baths, but the pediatrician society thing says that three to four a week is plenty. Sure. Which is what we typically do. So. Yeah, that doctor appointment went better, and uh, I guess other than the fact that we have to go back for all these flu shots and that kind of nonsense, I'm I'm happy. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Raising CJ. Uh, as always, you can check us out at RaisingCJ.com. You can email us to email at RaisingCJ.com, and please rate and review us on any um platform that you listen to us and don't forget to email alex a book recommendation yeah go ahead um we actually have our first review on itunes which i will read for you now (laughs) you if you've got something to do you can just go it's okay (laughs) yeah so our first review from tanner five These two new parents talk about their experience raising their first child. The format of this pod is informative for other new parents and entertaining for parents that already have children. I listened to this podcast after already having a kid, and it was fun to hear another couple's perspective on many of the same things I experienced. Great podcast. So thank you to Tanner5 for those kind words. So if you agree with Tanner5, then go ahead and also give us a cool awesome review and maybe we'll read it we hope you're enjoying us as much as tanner five see you next time thank you